Welcome back to Alicast Tea. And on today, we're going to talk about the ungodly man versus the godly man. We're going to go to the book of Psalms and we're going to go to chapter one. Verse one, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Now, when we break down this scripture, we find that those who structured their way of life on the Holy Scriptures, which is the word of God, will be blessed. However, there are, there are conditions to having a blessed life. And the one condition that we find in this text is to not follow after the ideas of ungodly men. A godly man does, does good and submits to the guidance of God's word. He makes himself familiar with the Holy Scriptures. As the scripture tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the scripture tells us, study to show thyself to prove unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This scripture tells us that we have to study the word of God that we may correctly teach that same word to someone else, that we may get a clear understanding of what the word tells us. Just as we find out in Psalms chapter one, a godly man does good and submits to the guidance of the word of God. So we have to know the word of God to, in order to submit to it. And we have to make it familiar to us through by the Holy Spirit. Now, also in verse one, we find that there are three specific characteristics that are revealed, which we should avoid with all cost. Number one, the ungodly man, the sinner and the scornful. And these are described, all these are described as evil doers. Now, first of all, we're going to look at the ungodly man. We know that the ungodly, they throw away the fear of God. My Lord, throwing away the fear of God. When you do not fear God, then you find yourself in a bad state of mindset, a bad state of being, a bad state of life. So the ungodly man, they throw away the fear of God. They don't fear God and they live without acknowledging God and his word. They live as fatherless children as though there is no 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 counsel no no um no correction this is the way that an ungodly man lives and those who live this type of life we find in the scripture that god gives them over to a reprobate mind that means their mind is morally deprived they they have no morals Romans 1 and 28 tells us, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they did not want to retain the, the ways of God, the things of God. The scripture tells us that God gave them over to a reprobate mind. That's that morally deprived mind to do those things which are not convenient, to do those things which are not a to do those things which are not proper, to do those things which are not fit as being 
a child of God, even as being a human, they are ungodly. They're morally deprived. They do things that are not morally right. And the scripture lets us know that a godly man will not be guided or counseled by these evil men. So that's number one, an ungodly man we want to avoid at all costs because we do not want to walk around without the fear of God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and we want to live a life full of wisdom. Number two, the sinner man. They are openly rebellious against God, which leads them to the service of Satan, our enemy. Sinner, they openly are rebellious against God, my God. The scripture tells us in 1 Samuel 15 and 23, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being a king. My God. So we find in 1 Samuel that if we are rebellious, it is as the sin of witchcraft. So being the sinner man is openly rebellious against God. My God. They openly rebel against God. They openly reject God. They openly just live for Satan. They do the things that Satan bid them to do. And God says in 1 Samuel that because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being a king. We know that God is, is uh, the king and we are his children. And that means that we are kings in a sense we are princesses we are prince and princesses we are queens and kings in the kingdom of God and if we find ourselves rejecting the word of God being rebellious being a sinner then God rejects us he rejects us from being a child of his kingdom he rejects us as being an heir to the throne he rejects us if we reject him. So we don't want that to happen. The godly man dodges and evades doing what the evil man does. And he avoids being where sinners congregate and where they gather. So godly being godly, we avoid the sinner man because we do not want to walk in rebellion and stubbornness. We want to have, we want to be heirs to the throne of God. We want to be the children of God. We want to live in his kingdom. So therefore, a godly man, and when I say man, that refers to man and woman. We reject, we avoid sinners at all costs. Walking in the way of sinners, we avoid that. Now, number three, the scornful. Feeling or expressing contempt. Contempt being sarcastic especially concerning the things of God this type of person they move in the sins of omission the sins of omission they by bypass they delete God 
in, in, in every manner of life, every manner of living. That's the sin of omission. They omit God from their lives, which leads to the sins of commissions. They start doing bad things. They start doing things that are uh, immoral. They're not right. They, they disregard God. They don't care. That's when that fear is totally crept into their lives. They don't fear God at, at because of anything they they can do whatever they want they do the things of satan which is all bad things all demonic things all wicked things and when you you fall into the sin of omission you omit god then you commit commissions you do wicked things evil things and and you have no regard for god and god gives these people also a reprobate mind he hardens their heart because they, they delete God out of their lives. So they have a hardened heart, which means God is deleted, of course. This opens up a door for Satan to come in and influence their mind. As I said before, Satan, they begin to do the will of Satan. They begin to serve Satan. They're, uh, um, they do whatever Satan bids them to do in so many words. The scornful, they're feeling or expressing contempt for anything that concerns God. And they're sarcastic about it. They mock God. They mock the things of God. They mock the ways of God. They mock the words of God because they are totally open to the things of Satan. And they are the servants of Satan. So, evil men are secure they're sitting in the seat of their wickedness. They mock the things and the ways of God. They serve Lucifer, which is Satan, and they advocate for him. They tempt others by bargaining for their souls. So being a godly man or a woman, we don't want any dealings with the ungodly. which throw away the fear of God, the sinner, which are openly, openly rebellious against God, and the scornful, which they express their contempt for God, and they openly mark the things of God. That's verse 1. Now we're going to go to verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. We're talking about the godly man. And in his law doth he meditate day and night the godly man delights he have great pleasure in the laws and the instructions of the lord he is willingly to obey the will of the lord he willingly obeys the will of god there is no contention in his willingness to obey there is no hesitation in his willingness to obey the word of god he meditates, he engages in thought, and he reflects, he utters, he speaks, he groans, he ponders, he studies the word of God day and night. He makes it a habit to get into the word of God and to meditate on the word of God. This is what a godly man does because he delights, he takes pleasure in the laws of the Lord. And he willingly obeys God at all costs. Now we're going to go on to verse 3. 
and he shall be like a tree. We're talking about the godly man. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. One of my favorite scriptures. He is planted like a tree planted by the rivers of the water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall never wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That same man that's a godly man, that same man that delights in the word of God, that same man that meditates on the word of God, that same man, the scripture tells us that God gives assurance to the good man. He will be like a tree, a strong man. He will be fruitful and he will flourish. Now, according to scripture, these trees spoken of are thought to be wild olive trees, strong trees, resistant to decay. So God is likening the godly man unto a strong tree, resistant to decay, resistant to um the the workings of satan the wickedness and the evilness of satan so we want to be like the godly man a strong tree we know that good trees do not grow by themselves we know that the lord plants them and the lord waters them and the lord is the one that brings forth the increase so we want to be that strong tree that's planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit we bring forth our fruit in our season. Our leaves shall never wither, not wither, and whithersoever, whatever we do, it shall prosper as long as we are walking in the will and the laws and the word of God. We meditate there in day and night. We get it into our spirit. We make it a habit to know the word of God, to do the things of God, to walk according to God then we are goodly men and happiness is of the righteous. Verse one through three, we read about the happiness of the righteous man. Now we're going to go on to verse four and my God is the misery of the wicked. The word of God begins to say the godly are not so the ungodly are not so those that uh, disregard God, they are not so. But they are like the chaff, which is driven by the wind. The wind driveth away. These are led by the counsel of the wicked in the way of sinners to the seat of the scornful. They have no delight in the law of God. They are fruitless. Their trees are weak and they have no fruit. The wicked, the morally wrong, are like the debris, dust. No worth. They are worthless. They are driven about by the wind. The Ruach. This is what the word of God is telling us. The ungodly are not so. But are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. They are like the debris that the wind picks up and drives away. They are tossed to and fro. Why? Because they do not they disregard God. They don't have God in their lives. And we're going to go on to verse number five. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. 
the wicked, the guilty one, shall not stand in the decision-making process. We can talk about the judgment day, the day of judgment. They will not even stand before God because of their deeds, because of their ungodliness. The scripture tells us the wicked, the guilty ones, they are already guilty. They shall not stand in the decision-making process. They will not stand uh, when the decision is made of whether you live or you die throughout eternity. They will not even have a say in that process. They shall be found guilty. All their pleas and excuses shall be overruled before they even get, they won't even be able to speak out of their mouths. They're already found guilty and their pleas and their excuses shall be overruled. The sinful shall not stand in the assembly. They shall not stand in the gathering of God's people. They shall not stand with God's people. They shall be found guilty. This is the ungodly man. Therefore, we do not want to be found ungodly. We want to be found as the godly men delighting ourselves in the laws of God. We're going to go into verse 6 and we're going to close this podcast out. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. Bless the Lord. God knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord knows the habits of the just. God knows the habits of the lawful, of the righteous man. God knows your habits. God knows that you uh, read his word, that you meditate on his word, that you love his ways, that you desire to delight yourself in him, that you look unto him, that you may live. God knows the habits of the righteous. But the manner of the wicked shall be destroyed. The way of the ungodly man shall perish. The way of the ungodly, the way of the sinner, the way of the scornful, the uh, removing the fear of God from out of your life, the the rebellious man, the the seat, sitting in the seat of the scornful, sitting in the seat mocking God. The word of God lets us know that the manners, the, the habits, the ways of the wicked shall be destroyed. The Bible tells us that they will not even stand in the decision-making process. They are found guilty from the beginning. They are found guilty. So we do not want to walk in the way of the ungodly. We want to walk in the way of the godly that we may be like a tree planted by the waters we want to be strong we want to bring forth good fruit we want anything that we do we want it to prosper the works of our hands we want it to prosper as we work in the kingdom of God we want it to prosper as we work in the natural in our business on our jobs in our families we want it to prosper so therefore we have to walk in the way of godly men we want to Uh, meditate on the word of God day and night. We want to make it a habit to get into the word and to uh, study, to show ourselves approved before God. We want to be able to rightly divide the word of God. And we want to, at all costs, we want to avoid the ungodly man. We want to avoid the sinner man. We want to avoid the scornful Because we know, according to the word of God, 
that they have already been found guilty if they allow themselves to be carried away and do the bidding of Satan. They are found guilty and we want to avoid them at all costs. It is imperative that we live according to the word of God, meditating on it day and night. We must get the word of God inside our hearts. And we never want to listen to the counsel of the ungodly because it will lead us to death. And again, we come from the word of God on Alley Cat's Tea, speaking about Psalms chapter 1, the godly versus the ungodly. We want to meditate upon the word and we want to live according to the laws of God. And until we speak again, I want to welcome you to Alley Cat's Tea. We upload Mondays and Wednesdays according to the will of the Lord. We will talk to you next time on Alley Cat's Tea.